Hey, Mel. Hello. It's been a busy day. It's so busy. Yeah. I thought we were going to get to this earlier today. Nope. It's Sunday, October 18th. I think we thought we were going to do this after lunch, maybe? I don't know. <laughs> we did a lot today. We did. But um, I think... When we put this episode together, I think I'm going to play a little something before this part, so it's not just us talking, so it'll be like, we're stepping it up. Stepping it up. Yeah, but okay. not a song. <laughs> not the uh, Sunday Papers song. No, because, because we don't have rights, I, royalty, ASCAP, <laughs> yeah, whatever. And, and uh, a listener, one of our countable listeners, mm-hmm. um, said uh, another song that we should consider is Dirty Laundry. Oh, by Don Henley. Yeah, yeah. Because that's about the news, right? Gossip. Scandal. Scandal. Kick them when they're up, and kick, kick them when, when they're, they're down. down. Not that we're kicking people on the show. No. We could, though. Right. I don't mind kicking a few. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so I think we're the only podcast where people get to think of whatever theme song they want. Sure. It's like customizable. Absolutely. Yeah. We're so, here to please. So I hope people thought of whatever song they wanted before the episode. I like that one, though. Dirty Laundry. Yeah. That is a good choice. It's a very good we choice. We recommend thinking of that one. Yes. That's a good one. <laughs> okay. I agree. Um, but yeah, the day, uh, today started a little, I had a little surprise because now that we're doing this podcast, I've always been, I love seeing the Sunday paper on the yard. Yes. Oh I'm yeah, excited. this is a scandal. Scandal. I'm, I'm always excited to see the paper because I do my crossword. Right. And you... You know. You're asleep, and it's just me in the paper, <laughs> and it usually gets here at latest 8 a.m., mm-hmm. at the latest. Does not show up. It's a mystery. Or, and I did actually take the dogs out for a walk, so did you I feel like, it? I don't know, not to be a conspiracy theorist, yeah. but there was a period of time where it could have come, and someone could have taken the paper. Uh, you know... All I'm saying is we've lived in this house for 20 years. Yes. Got the paper for 20 years. Yes. And this is the first time the Sunday paper wasn't there. <laughs> and it just so happens we just started a podcast about the, the Sunday, Sunday paper. paper. Haters. So. Scandal. I'm not saying there's a saboteur <laughs> that took our paper. I'm not saying that. You're not? <laughs> no. I, th- I think we need But to- if the paper's not there next week... Uh huh. Um, we might have to look into this. Yeah. Yeah. All I right. think you might need to hide in the bushes all Saturday or something. Saturday night through Sunday morning. Yeah. And when you hear the rustle, yeah, then but don't, you jump out. But don't think um, that I'm not going to be like really anticipating next Sunday to see if it's there. Well, and but but not only that, you did report that we didn't get the Sunday paper. And by 10 a.m. They did bring one. They did bring yes. us a Sunday paper. Yes. So, but we, we are, might, but we, we might, the, the paper guy might hate us because he had to bring two papers today. Possibly. They, they don't want to lose another client. No. Us mm-hmm. and, and the Johnsons across town. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, also, a little follow-up. Um, we got some corrections and comments. Mm-hmm. So uh, we talked about Janice Joplin yes. uh, two weeks ago. Right. And I think you said Corpus Christi, and I said, no, 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 Beaumont. Right. Both right. wrong. Yes. Port Arthur, Texas well, there you go. is where she's from. I was closer, though. It's not far from Beaumont. 20 miles from Beaumont. There you go. Right. So, so okay. just people to know, Port Arthur, mm-hmm. Texas. 
Um, the Beaumont Metroplex area. Yeah, it's I like mean the Metroplex. It's, it's like a satellite. You go to Beaumont, you're basically in Port Arthur. Right. So just to be fair, we were pretty close. Right. All right. And then um, we told we we talked about the woman we saw sunbathing in a bikini next to the bayou. Yes. The bayou, and you explained what bayous are, and I kind of embellished. I have to say. I I, I think I gave the impression you're a Yankee. I gave the impression mm-hmm. that the bayous here are the equivalent of sewers, like in New York. Right. But actually, so so uh, a an eagle eared listener uh-huh. <laughs> said actually the bayous do not have sewage in it. So to give that impression is wrong for people that don't know what bayous are. Um, so. That's true. That's true. It's rainwater goes down the drains. That's right. what goes in the bayou. It's not like our, you know, right. wastewater. Waste. Right. You know, human waste is not in the bayou. Um, however, well, there probably is some human waste in the bayou just directly from well, people. Uh... We, ride, <laughs> we, we ride and walk the bayou a lot. Yeah. And we see what's in the bayou. And doesn't it smell bad anyway? Uh, a lot of times? Yeah, when it's closer to that plant. Like yeah. the... Water, water treatment plant. Water treatment plant, right. yes. But what I did find out is that the woman sunbathing next to the bayou probably still shouldn't be doing that. <laughs> probably Because must. the water is not healthy no. in the bayou. Not because it's not, a, it's not raw sewage. Right. Okay. Um, however, um, it is connected to the Houston Ship Channel. That's where it all empties to. And the Ship Channel has a lot of pollution in it. There's a lot of industry. There's mm-hmm. a lot of toxins. So it's, it's kind of toxic water. It's yeah. not water you want to drink. You catch a fish in there. It probably came from the ship channel, from what I read. So it has like three eyes, like the Simpsons Yeah, fish. and it's like, probably got some bad mm-hmm. stuff for you. And also, the other thing, um, this eagle-eared uh, listener. I don't know what you say. Eagle eyes, what you say. What do you say for ears? I don't know. What's elephant a, ears? Elephant ears? Elephant know. eared is like good guess. listener? Okay. Yeah. I'm not sure. I don't know. It's probably not eagle eared though. I don't think eagles have ears, do they? No, no, no that's right. probably not right. Okay, um, we'll go with elephants. But you know what I'm trying to say. <laughs> I do. An astute listener there you um, go. sent me, like, word. bayous for dummies, and I listened to it. <laughs> like, it was like a little article. Or no, it was an article actually from the right, Houston Chronicle. Chronicle. And yeah. um, one other thing that could, that isn't actually not impossible to happen to this woman is she could get eaten by an alligator. Right. Right. There, there, like there are alligators. There are alligators. So to lie there with right. your dog, especially. Right. And they'll go after the dog. Both sure. could easily be right. uh, dragged. Without, no bueno. Like what, one second you see them, one second you don't, and yeah. no one would ever know. Okay. That's not good. All right. And then uh, finally, <laughs> to the most important comment I got was about um, salt on top of a margarita glass. Oh, yes. I was so wrong. Apparently. Well, yes, Miss, no. well Miss Manners I, said, I, don't lick. Right, and I said, look away, and that is just not... I would be banned from the parties. But a comment from a listener was, it's actually... The licking wouldn't bother this listener. The actual, like, someone licking salt. Uh But she said, to properly drink a margarita, you don't lick the salt off, because what you You really want is to just drink it like a drink, and and a little bit of salt just kind of goes with the drink, and you want salt to be part of every sip you take of the drink throughout. If you lick the salt off There's at no first, more. then you're not really uh, having the margarita uh, appropriately. But sometimes they put like salt, sugar, and like chamoy sauce on it. And yeah. oh, how do you not lick that? You got right. I mean, but what, I don't what know. this I know. eagle ear listener is okay. saying well. is, is just it, you'll enjoy the margarita better. Yeah. 
they should just give me extra an extra plate of like salt and sugar and chamoy sauce. Yes. And I can lick you that. You can lick that. Okay. Okay. All right. So let's get into the paper today. And of course, the most important part of the paper is famous people <laughs> whose birthday it is. I'm so glad. I'm glad that's the most <laughs> this important part. This is the most part. important part. All it's, right. I mean, to me, it's that's the most interesting standards. part. Low interesting standards. part. And so I'm going to start, mm-hmm. and I know this actor. Really? Jane Krakowski. Oh, yeah. Ha- and how old is Jane Krakowski? But wait, hold on. Okay. I, I think I know that she was in 30 Rock? Uh, or no, what was she in? Oh, no, Allie McBeal. Yes, Allie McBeal. Oh, maybe she wasn't in 30 Rock. I I'm, she wasn't She in was in Allie McBeal. Love Allie You loved McBeal. You liked I Allie McBeal. Love Allie McBeal. That was Allie McBeal was super original when it came so out. So original. Because it sort of had the fantasy little... Little dance, like song, like little scenario. Like it was real, it was real, it was, but then there was the right. little fantasy things that yes, happened. so good. That was kind of a... It was so good. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so she was yes. like Allie McBeal's friend or rival? Yes, like a friend of me, I think. Okay. I yeah. I don't know. I love that. That was such a great show. She's funny, too. So You ever funny. see her anything else? Jane Krakowski? Yeah, she did other stuff, too. I just don't remember. I'm too old. She's super I funny. She's very funny. Yeah, I can... She's I know exactly talented. what she looks like. Like, yes. like she's distinctive. Of course. Blue eyed, blonde hair. Yeah, those big eyes. Big yeah, yeah, eyes. yeah, yeah, yeah. Super funny. Super funny. All right, how old is Jane Krakowski? Oh gosh, Ooh, 49, 53, 52. You're going with fifty two. I'm going with fifty two. Wow. On the button. Really? <laughs> Jane Krakowski is fifty two. There you go. Wow, that is a good start to the guessing today. All right, let's try another one. You ready? Okay. How old is rapper Cardi B? Oh, gosh, she's young. I'm going to say 32. Oh, wait, that's not right. 34? 34. I'm going with 34. Wow, you should have. Oh, stay with 32? Well, you, you would have been wrong both on both. But... So she's 30 then. Are you going to pick a, an age for me to give you? <laughs> if you say every number... Twenty nine. Twenty nine. Okay, wait, 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 wait. Wait. Rapper Cardi B is thirty one. Wrong. Dang. Thirty four. Hold on. Okay. Sorry. Thirty one was your guess for rapper oh, Cardi no. B. Like thirty. Just pick one. Thirty one. Okay, I'm gonna go with thirty three. Wrong. Okay. You're five off. Oh, that's a lot. Yeah. Five under. Five off. Pick. Is she? Old, five years older than 33, or is she five she, years younger than 33? 27? Well, would 27 be five I don't less know. than 33? I'm, ter- I'm terrible at math. What are you talking about? No, I think that's six years. Me, wait, wait, eight, 38, 38. 38? Oh, wait, 28. I meant. 28. 28. 28. Correct. Yes, I somehow saying what? correct after all that doesn't seem right. <laughs> <laughs> but rapper Cardi B is 28. Okay. Boy, you did so well the first one, and the uh, second one was an absolute train wreck. Well, I'm okay, sorry. all right, all right. Here's one. Okay. Actor, and I'm gonna say female actor because okay. it's very important here because it's gonna sound like a male actor that you really like. Okay. Actor Joan Cusack. Oh, Joan, love Joan Cusack. Love because, her brother more. Right, but uh, because <laughs> people should know that. Right. If you're Oh, if any, any, love John Cusack. just people should know that Melanie has told me in the past that I, when I've asked, is there any celebrity out there that could ruin our marriage? 
It's John. And she said it's John Cusack. <laughs> and she didn't even hesitate. Oh, no. Sorry. So I'm always out on the lookout for John Cusack. <laughs> <laughs> if he's ever filming in Houston, right. I'm not going to. No, I won't I'm, be around. Speak of saboteurs, I'm going to go on that set. I know. All right, but how old is his sister, Joan uh, Cusack? How uh, old? Joan oh Cusack. Gosh, Joan Cusack. The, I the know. best scene in 16 Candles yes. where she has all that gear dental headgear on, yes, on and she's gear, trying, trying to, to drink out of the water fountain. fountain. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's, pretty much her, that's pretty much her biggest pretty much. shining moment in that movie. Yeah. All right, how old and is she? And then she wipes her mouth with a little... With like a bib thing? With the, her sweatshirt had like a little... Like, like a, like a like goat a, or a sheep yes, or something. Yes, has some yes. little bib thing and she yes. wipes your mouth with it. What a good it. movie, 16 so good. Candles. All right, how so old good. is Joan Cusack, uh, though? 55. All right, she is either three years older than 55 or three years younger than 55. Oh, she can't be like, no, three years older? No, 58? No, I don't think so. But, yeah, I'm going to say 58. I'm gonna 58 say, is correct. Yeah, 58, okay. Yeah. Very good, very good, very good. All right, let's do... Let's do like one or two more. There's more celebrities? Look at yeah, that. Okay. yeah. All right. Actor Zach Efron. Oh. Um, what was he in the? He was in the, the movie with uh, Seth Rogen. Is that the one? Oh, I don't know. He's in like High School Musical. Uh, I'm going to say uh, 36. <laughs> He's either oh, three yeah. years younger than 36 or three years older than 36. Zach Efron. So he's either 33 or 39. Uh. No, sorry. Yes. Is Zac Efron 33 or 39? 33. Correct. Okay. Correct, correct, correct. And let's do one more. Okay. Actor, female actor. Okay. Dawn Wells. And where Uh, is Dawn Wells from? Yeah, 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 yeah. What show is she from? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um... Um, Beverly Hillbillies. Oh, You're oh, in no, the... no, no, no. It's uh, Gilligan's Island. Yes. Yes. And we know that because we were reminded of that because we watched that special. Yeah, she's like 84 or something. She's either. You're two off. She's either 82 or 86. Dawn Wells. Oh. Oh, yeah. I'm going to say 82. 82 is correct. Okay. Did you watch. She was on Gilligan's Island. Yes. She was. Yeah, she was Marianne. Marianne, yeah, right. Yeah. Who lived with Ginger. Yes. Right. And the other characters were the Howells. Right. Who do, were rich. Do we have to go through the whole entire cast? And then the doctor. Do we have to go through the, the doctor? There's only seven, six people. But but let me... Did okay. you watch Gilligan's Island? Of course, who didn't? Did you like Gilligan's Island? Yeah, of course. Okay. What was... What kind of happened on that show? Were they trying to get off the island? They were on a... Three island tour. No, no, but they're on. They're, so they were trying to get off of the island, right. right? The thing that struck me, even as a kid, I liked the show. I used to right. laugh, but Gilligan always. There were always people coming to the island, right? But yeah, they could never. <laughs> <laughs> like they, right. they always had. Right. Get, it was sort of like the love boat. There was right. always a, someone, a, right. a recognizable actor, or actress, and right. they appeared on the island and they Some interact way. with them. And it was always like, yeah, sure, we'll get we'll, you, we'll, take we'll you get off. you help, whatever, right. and then. Gilligan would always mess it up. Always. He was a goofball. That's but why. how far away could they have been from, like, civilization? If know, it was there constantly... Were like three, <laughs> there were only three, three hours. Hour there were only three hours. No, well, you, if you think about it, worst <laughs> case is they're only an hour and a half boat ride 
from right. where from from, from, from somewhere that had civilization. I don't know it? if they're going from Hawaii, they, whatever. I mean, they couldn't swim. How it? far can you go in a boat? An hour and a half, like thirty I miles. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> they're yeah yeah. They, they made a raft one time, like out of like the banana leaves, and yeah. it just didn't work. I liked how they always made everything out of the coconuts the and, and all yeah, that yeah. Kind of stuff. Yeah, good show. It was a good. Show. That was a good show. It was. That's one show. that like it was definitely not our era. But it was like reruns, right? It wasn't our era. Yeah, it was. It wasn't prime time. It was like reruns after school, like, I think. It, I, th- right, I, think. I don't so know. I think, I think it used to, I, yeah. But anyway. it was in color. Yeah. All right. Gilligan's Island. Okay. Three hour tour. So they could have been that far from <laughs> forever. Right. Okay. Um, all right. And actually, we're going to do the other fun thing is there's a letter to Miss Manners. Mm. Um, and there is a letter to Miss to Dear Abby. I, I, Dear Abby also has one juicy letter. So I was going to do one Dear Abby and one Miss Manners. What do you want first? Yeah, let's do uh, Dear Abby. All right. Okay. And this one's a little sad, actually. Oh. But, it, well, it's not... I'd say it's more sad, the state of affairs. It's not sad, okay. like, I what? feel for them. It's more, like, just sad. Okay. Like, why? All right, okay. Dear Abby... My husband and I have been together since we were 21, and he has always had a distant relationship with his parents. I encouraged him during the first few years of our marriage to call them and visit. I stopped doing that after his mom and I had some choice words. Mm. Choice. Which means that's a very euphemistic way of saying we had a fight. We had an argument. (laughs) Right. Right. It's not like... No. Yeah. Okay. If he wants a relationship with them, that is up to him. The problem is... When she tries to call and text with, to, tries to call and text with typically no response from him, she reaches out to me. We have two daughters, so I don't mind sharing with her how they are doing. What I object to is her occasionally asking me to pass on messages to my husband. Mm-hmm. I'm a working mom of two, and I don't have time to be anyone else's secretary. The icing on the cake came when she informed me that the family dog they'd had for 15 years passed away and asked me to tell him. I told her what time he could be reached, but instead of taking my suggestion, she asked me again. I ended up telling him. It wasn't my responsibility to do that, and I'm irritated with myself that I can't be frank about how she and his dad need to contact their son. Any suggestions would be helpful. Finding a backbone in Pennsylvania. So what would you tell this woman? What would you tell finding a backbone in Pennsylvania? So is she upset because... Is she does she think that the her mother in law just doesn't want to have a relationship with her son and that's why she's just trying to have a relationship through the wife? Is that her I, take on it? I get the feeling that she doesn't care if they have a relationship. The mom doesn't care. The mother in law doesn't care. No, the the person writing this note is the wife. Right. No, I, yeah. I get the feeling that she doesn't care if they have a relationship. I think she just doesn't want to be a go between. Like, if they yeah. want to have a relationship, have one. If they don't, then they right. don't. But if he's not going to respond, then she doesn't want to be responsible for passing things between well, them. Well, how come he's not responding? I don't know. I don't know this guy. Oh, well, go find him. <laughs> go find him. Go find him. I haven't met him. You haven't met him? <laughs> no. Why don't you text his wife and <laughs> relay the message? But I do think it's it's uh, it's sad, though. What The guy just doesn't have any relationship with his parents. That's the sad part. Well, it is a sad part, but then it's between him and his mom. Right. It's not her responsibility to, like, mend a relationship. 
But would you say that, I mean, she basically is like, I don't want to help with this anymore. I mean, if she, she apparently gave it a go, like gave it a, a try, right? And had told him and, but ultimately it's up to him and the mother. Right. Yeah. What does stand out though, is she said, I stopped calling them and visiting after his mom and I had some choice words. Yeah. So I get the, I, I'm, I'm going to read into this. I'm going to read into this. They need therapy. But I'm going to read into need... this and say that the person writing this letter mm-hmm. actually might be the reason that there's a schism between probably. the husband and Pro- his, his parents. And in fact, now she sort of wants permission from dear Abby to, to cut mm-hmm. it off completely and not even respond to their messages. That's what I think. I, th- I think it's actually about her. It could be. Yeah. For sure. You want to hear what Abby said? Yeah, yeah. Abby says, Dear, finding a backbone. It may take courage, but the next time your mother-in-law tries to make you her messenger, tell her that what she's asking makes you uncomfortable and that she needs to convey the information herself by either texting her son or emailing. If after that, she says she can't get through to him, point out that you no longer want to be in the middle, period, and let your husband know what you've done. Will this endear you, endear you to her? Definitely not. But the individuals who need to heal the relationship between your husband's parents and their son are the three of them, yeah. not you. Right. However. Oh, boy. I would say again, mm-hmm. you're married to somebody. You do have a role right. in the relationship that your spouse has with their parents. You have a role in it. Are you, you the most responsible for it? No. Right. But you have some responsibility for it. Right. Like you could definitely mess you could definitely make it hard. No, you can, but she needs to let her feelings be known so her husband knows to answer the mom and the mom needs to know that she needs to text the hu- the son right. and then they got to figure it out. Right. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, it's just sad when I'm hear someone doesn't talk yeah, yeah. to their family members yeah, or no, it sucks. I haven't talked to so and so it sucks yeah, it's, it's kind of like oh man yeah it sucks um, you definitely shouldn't take for granted that if you're talking to your family right even if you have spats like that you're right. talking okay no, alright want to hear Miss Manners I do alright dear Miss Manners this is a little funnier probably I guess dear Miss Manners my husband of three years has a few habits that annoy and frustrate me <laughs> it's just three years man. three Oof. Oh, they're in trouble. (laughs) I have been trying for weeks during the quarantine to discuss them. But every time I have tried to bring up the topics, his response is immediately defensive. A few days ago, my demeanor changed because I have been ignoring these habits of his so long now. Well, three years. They are so annoying and I am so frustrated. (laughs) He knows something is bothering me, causing tears to trickle out and leading me to talk less, be less playful and keep my distance. He even apologized, though he doesn't know what for. Wow. It is also difficult for me to start the conversation because I know I must have some habits that annoy him, too. But he always answers no when I ask. And my housekeeping is far below par, but I get no criticism from him on that either. What are his habits? How can I criticize him when he sees no wrong in me? Should I just continue to cry, mostly in secret, (laughs) eat in another room to avoid his table manners (laughs) and talk to him less? Since I feel less close because of the other annoyances, what a great marriage <laughs> to have. Oh three years. God, three years. Oh, boy. Oh, oh my God. What do you um, say to this woman? I, I'm, well, of course, I'm dying to know what his habits are that are making her crazy. Right. One, apparently, are his manners because she says she eats in another room. 
Yeah. Do you know anything about that? No, I have no clue. (laughs) (laughs) Why would I know anything about that? What do you mean? I don't know. Uh, Oh, you mean he crunches too loud, scrapes the (laughs) pot of oatmeal too much, spoons his coffee too loud? I don't know. Sips too loud? That sounds like an awful guy. Shoes too loud? (laughs) No idea what she's talking about. (laughs) But what would you say? Three years into their marriage, Uh, and she's... I mean, that's an issue. Right. That's an issue. Because that's that's just going to get worse. Right, right. That's going to get worse. They're getting older, and his habits are going to become more and more, like, noticeable and apparent and all yeah, that stuff. Yeah, and especially during the quarantine. Yeah, yeah. She's probably like, oh, remember the scene? Remember Six Feet Under? This reminds mm-hmm. me yes. of the... And they always, yeah, they always have the first... deaths... Yes. The death, how people died in front. Yes. Yeah, the guy that's just chewing, chewing, and chewing, chewing his and breakfast, she, and, and just, bump, just bump, 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 and, she, and suddenly she just looking at him, and pan. she just takes the frying pan, <laughs> wham, and just kills him with the frying pan. Yes. I think that's this, this woman feels. Yeah. Okay. No, right. I, something. Well, something's got to be done, but I, I don't know. I don't okay. know. I don't know. All right. Do you want to hear what Miss Manners says? Yes, I do. Gentle reader. I like how she says gentle reader. Yeah. Okay. Surely your husband would prefer that you communicate with him rather than ignore him and cry in the closet. No doubt he has noticed that you're pulling away. And the fact that he appears to be more easygoing, blinded by love, and seeing no wrong in you does not mean that you must silently endure what are presumably correctable habits of his. It is a difficult thing to teach someone that there is a difference between intention and action. And that undesirable behavior does not have to be a character flaw if that person is willing to adjust. Miss Manners suggests that you sit him down and explain that you love him, but that living together means making adjustments in order not to annoy each other continually. And the quarantine has, as you said, exacerbated that. Yeah. Start small and focus on what can be reasonably changed. She further recommends... I like when she... Refers to herself as she. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. Right. She's, she, meaning me, Miss me, Matters, right. uh-huh. further recommends that you cease forcing him to come up with annoying habits of yours. Nothing good can come from that. Right, right. Absolutely. No, for sure. Right. Definitely agree with that. Right. She mm-hmm. should not beg for criticism. Right. Because then she's going to talk. Maybe right. she'll get defensive. Okay. All right. Very That's interesting funny. one. All right. Very good. Yeah. We wouldn't know anything about that. Okay. No. All right. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, so, where's the sports section? Yes. Astros. Now, you know, people might think, oh, who is this, a sports show? They talk about the Astros every week. We're done <laughs> talking yes, about the Astros. The update no is, and here's the front page, mm-hmm. and they're doing a play on words. The, the headline says in the Houston Chronicle, front page of sports section, mm-hmm. Astros history. Mm-hmm. But they mean history like they're out of here. Right. But they were trying to make history. Right. Because since we talked last, they, I think we talked last, mm-hmm. they had beaten the A's. Right. They're, and then they were playing the Tampa Bay Rays. Doesn't matter. They were down three games to nothing. And they were trying to be the, only the second team in the history of Major League Baseball, which is a long history, to come back from a 3 nothing deficit. They got all the way back to 3-all, and they lost. Yep. So anyway, one thing that was interesting... Uh, about this, there, there's, there's a comment in here about during this series when they lost some games, one of their best players, Jose Altuve, mm-hmm. he's their second baseman. Mm-hmm. And, you know, second baseman, when they get a grounder, just has that short throw to first base. Right. What, maybe 20, 30 feet, maybe? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, at most. Right. Sometimes you're even flipping it over. Right. Well, anyway, 
he had a bunch of errors where he just couldn't, during this series this week, he just couldn't throw it to the first baseman. Mm -hmm. Even though he's played baseball, I mean, let's say he's 30 years old. I don't know what he is. Maybe he's 28. He's probably played baseball for 20 years, 25 years. He's a top pro. He's a star. Right. He's thrown to first base probably millions of times. And for some reason, they said he got the yips this week. You ever hear that term? The yips? So I never heard that term until this week. Okay. Right. So the yips. And, and, yips. And, and I'm not a big baseball fan where I follow it, but I've, there have been some cases over the years where certain high-profile second basemen have gotten the yips. And it's not like a shortstop gets it, other positions don't get it. I think just because it's kind of like a short, delicate throw. Right. They just, they get the yips and they literally just can't mentally, they just can't do it. Mm-hmm. They just, they, it's a block. Right. And they, they get over it. Right. But... They, they might have day, games and games where they just literally can't throw to, to first base. That's weird. And the Astros even were switching where, where he was on the field right. so that he'd be less likely to get the ball. Right. It's almost like in Little League putting like the worst player in right field. <laughs> right. right. They literally had to hide Jose Altuve yeah. a little bit, which That's is weird. weird. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So it made me think like uh, if Jose Altuve can get the yips. Yeah. Like have you ever <clears> – <throat> They, they say it happens, maybe he doesn't realize it, it happens when it's performance anxiety that right. can make you sort of spasm or have the yips where you can't really control your action. Have you ever sort of tightened up or felt tight in like a pressure situation? Anything you can think of? Uh, no. So apparently I just avoid, <laughs> <laughs> I avoid any high pressure situation where I'm just going to mess up, I guess. So you just, I don't know. So you keep it where you're chill? I think so. Yeah. Don't, I mean, I daydream, like... If I'm swimming yeah. or something, I definitely daydream and then like forget where I'm at. I think Even that's, if I'm in the pool. I think Even that's the opposite the of the yips. I know, but... That, that means you're so, so not relaxed. bothered by the pressure. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm trying to think. I mean... So I'll give you an example. Yeah, I'll ahead. give you an example. Like uh, just a sports example. You know, you know, I play a lot of tennis, played tennis right. for a long time. And every once in a while, once every few years, it could be in the middle of a match... Mm-hmm. I forget how to serve. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just, you know, because you got to toss it in the air. Right. You got to start your swing. You got to bend your knees. And I just literally, I'll forget how to serve. Right. That's the yips. And, yeah. and like, I can't, I just, suddenly I can't picture any way that I'm going to get that ball into the service box. I just, I just can't. Like, so, I've had to stop playing every mm-hmm. once in a while and just be like, I, I'm just, I, it's weird. So I think like when I went back uh, last semester before covid to um, take some art classes again. Yeah. I think, you know, I hadn't taken out my sketchbook or pencil or pen to really draw, draw, you know, or, you know, I doodled, but yeah. it was a long time. And the first time I took out the my sketch pad and the pen and the stuff, I was like, oh, like, do I remember how to draw? Oh, okay. So it did come to my mind. Were you like, anxious? Were you a little worried that maybe... I was worried that I was not going to be able to design and draw what was in my head if I could put it to the paper. Right. You know, so yeah, that was a little like, a little anxious, a little anxiety ridden, I would say, for sure. So it's not sports related, but it's definitely like, you know, ability, my ability to do something that I've always done, which is drawing and designing and art. And right. Ebsen, I'm like, oh no, like, am I going to remember how to draw a line? Yeah. Which is so weird. So yeah, I guess that's... You probably. That's a yeah. yip. But 
Um, I did, you know, I just. But you then you figured out, and yeah. and, and Jose Altuve yeah, yeah. later in the series yeah. he he was able to make some throws. Yeah. But he definitely like uh, it's weird. It's weird to watch it's, someone that yeah. really has it together. Right. Just kind of collapse. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It is weird. Um, all right. So the Astros. We're not going to talk about the Astros anymore because they're done. Okay. Okay. It would have been interesting to see if they won the World Series after cheating a few years ago, but we're not going to see that. Okay. So now. All right, moving on here. Uh, this is an article in today's New York Times. Yes. And last week we had the thing about baboons. Mm-hmm. And I just, I could gravitate toward articles about animals. Like this <laughs> baboon picture was cute. That. So yeah. there's an article in today's New York Times about a sea lion named Cronut. So cute. Look at that face he's adorable you can't see this if you're just listening know, but just but oh my gosh it's adorable just adorable he's sort of like mugging for the camera yep. mugging you know mm-hmm. very cute he looks happy very happy adorable yep uh love sea lions yep we were just talking to a friend uh, earlier today about la jolla california yes. where the sea lions are yep. the most beautiful spot in the world and i think part of what makes it beautiful is that there's sea lion colony there right. love it love the sound of them whatever right um anyway this uh sea lion named cronut Story about cronut. Uh, by the way, have you ever eaten a cronut? Do you know what a cronut is? No. What's a cronut? You have not heard of a cronut. No. Are you holding out on me? Wait. A cronut a... is a type of dessert. You have not had no. a cronut. Okay. Cronut. Really? You haven't heard of it? No. That surprised me because you're usually I'm usually telling me things. <laughs> you're usually looking at me like I'm looking at you right now. <laughs> Like I'm an idiot. Like, <laughs> like you're like an idiot. I don't know what the because it's in the ether. The people know the word cronut. I don't know what a cronut is. See, you're so up on things. It's uh, this somehow missed. You somehow missed this one. I was napping. And plus, it's a dessert. I know. It what is, is it? A combination of a croissant. Oh no. And a donut. Oh my cronut. gosh. They that's, serve these in Houston. That sounds amazing. I don't think I've had one. I think I've no, seen I've one seen in one. my office. Like I think people have brought cronuts. From where? Cronuts from where? We go uh, everywhere. We've, we've gone to all the donut shops. We've gone to the bakeries. I get donuts all the time. Um, I don't know. I think you're lying. Donut shop. I think you're lying. We're going to look for a cronut this week. We, we were just at a donut shop last week. All right. We're not going to be able to talk about cronuts because you've never seen one or heard of it. So let's <sighs> get right. off of that. But let's let this week on assignment, <laughs> our research assignment <laughs> is to go buy a cronut. There are two cronuts, probably, okay. and eat them. Okay. But anyway, this sea lion, it's a sweet dessert, so this sea lion must be called cronut because he must be very sweet. But anyway, let me read. I normally am not going to read a lot mm-hmm. on this show, but I, let me read the first couple of paragraphs. It's They're short. Right. This might take like two minutes okay. about cronut. Okay. This is from California. The adolescent patient turned sullen and withdrawn. He hadn't eaten in 13 days. Treatment with steroids phenobarbital and Valium failed to curb the symptoms of his epilepsy. Then on September 18th, he had a terrible seizure, violently jerking his flippers and turning unconscious in the water. Cronut, a seven-year-old sea lion, had to be rescued so he didn't drown. His veterinarian and the caretakers at Six Flags Discovery Kingdom began discussing whether it was time for palliative care, which I think means mm-hmm. they're going to... End of life. Uh, yeah. yeah. We'd tried everything, said Dr. Claire Simone, Cronut's longtime vet. We needed more extreme measures. 
On Tuesday morning, this is past Tuesday morning, Cronut underwent groundbreaking brain surgery aimed at reversing the epilepsy. If successful, the treatment could save increasing numbers of sea lions and sea otters from succumbing to a new plague of epilepsy. The cause is climate change. And the article is actually pretty long. So a couple of things. One thing is the surgery that he got, mm-hmm. the sea lion getting brain surgery, pretty amazing. Yeah. They took like uh, stem cells mm-hmm. from a pig. Okay. I don't know if that makes perfect, exactly, it it's not a good summary. And that somehow uh, they injected these cells in a certain region of the brain and somehow it's going to block or make better mm-hmm. or somehow decrease the chances he's going to have epilepsy. That's the idea. I don't know. Of course, I don't know the science behind it. I'm not going to get into that. But somehow he had this crazy surgery that they're trying. Um, and actually, um, they can only they will only do it on animals. They said in the article, it, it's something that they theorize could work on, on a humans. human. But putting pig stem cells in a human is sort but of don't they do like a pig heart or something? Have they know. done stuff like that? I have before? no idea. Okay, I don't know. But anyway, they said mm-hmm. they're not doing it on people yet. Okay, but cronut, they so tried cute. it on. Um, and anyway, the article does say that he's doing well in the last few days. Good. He ate for the first time oh. in a couple of weeks. Poor and um, But what, but what oh, they said was, sad. what they said was the climate change link, mm-hmm. right? Right. Is apparently warmer oceans yeah. have led to more algae and certain, more Bacteria. algal blooms right. and certain toxins yeah. from that that wouldn't normally be in some of the shellfish. Right. They, I guess they eat the algae, right. and then cronut and eat. other sea lions and otters eat the shellfish, mm-hmm. and it, it's causing epilepsy, and there's a ton, more than ever, there are sea lions and otters uh, get it, be, beaching themselves oh. and basically looking for help. And apparently, if you read the article, cronut actually came out of the ocean a few times and kept camping himself out on the beach, and he was trying to probably get help. It's pretty oh, cute. That's gonna and he cry. ended up at Six Flags, and they adopted him. And but anyway, they had the surgery. So, um, oh, that makes me so sad. So I was kind of thinking, like, you know, there's controversy about climate change, right? Mm-hmm. There's kind of different theories, like, I is, guess, or is yeah, it right, is right. it happening? Is it not happening? Right. But do you th- don't you think that uh, a lot of people, more people, would get behind uh, fighting climate change if they knew that it was giving sea lions epilepsy? I, I <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Because I mean, <laughs> no one seems to care if it's burning down California, right? Or if right. it's causing hurricanes, oh, because that affects people, right? People don't care about people, no, right? We care about but, animals. But sea lion has epileptic fit on the beach. It's not good. Everyone's like, no, right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's not funny, but, but it's true. true, right? Well, yeah, because right, they don't deserve. I mean, they're helpless, and ho- yeah, they're helpless. They right. don't deserve to be. He doesn't deserve right. to be. Especially suffering. when it's one sea lion. I mean, poor baby. He doesn't. Like deserve- everyone could get. I don't care yeah. what side of the issue of climate change you're on, or right. or if, or uh, anyone in this country wants Cronut to live. Yeah, of course. <laughs> and not have epilepsy. No, I know. Right? Yeah, right. poor little. Right. Guy. Everyone can get behind that. Cronut brain surgery. Yes. Right. We but, donate. <laughs> right. Donate to surgery. Right. Yeah. But it, but it is kind of a funny. It's a it's funny sounding problem in a way. Sea lion epilepsy. Like like I like mean, I've never heard of it before. Right. Like for instance, I think if somebody, let's say, Cronut was getting operated on in Houston, uh-huh. and someone knocked on our door mm-hmm. and said, "We're raising money for the surgery for this sea lion, yeah. Cronut. Right. He has epilepsy." <laughs> 
And it's, it's a $500,000 surgery. If you could just give $20, $30, anything to help, right. would you donate? Yeah, I would donate. Okay. Yeah. However. Yeah. Right. Right. However, it is kind of a weird sounding thing. It I've is. never heard of this before. Right. What if someone knocked on your door, you had not heard this story, uh-huh. and they said, I'm just raising money for sea lion epilepsy. Oh, I see what you're saying. Oh. Wouldn't you be, be like, like you're not helping Krona? No, because you have now we it's have a, a we literally general... have a face on it, Krona. Right. If it's I just the general it's cause cute. of, um, I represent the sea lion epilepsy foundation. Foundation. <laughs> it's like a so flight of the Concords right. episode. Right. Would you sort of be like, I, give me your pamphlet? I, I, I'll, I, I'll, 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 I'll send you in. <laughs> right. Exactly. Would you, why don't you just give me one of your pamphlets? Just give me a pamphlet. And then you'd come in and be like, this guy's raising money for sea lion epilepsy. And I'd be like, yeah, throw that out. <laughs> Maybe just do it by bucks. Do you have five bucks? I was going to give 20. Right. 20 for Cronet, but right. only five for just general right. general epilepsy. Right. Sea lions. Right. Oh, the whole thing is sad. Right, it is Yeah. Sad. I don't really so know cute. any other point about the story, I don't but when know. I see a story about sea lions getting yeah. brain surgery for epilepsy, it's their name Cronet, I just can't help but talk I about know. it. Yeah. It's, it's, it's too much. It's well, too sad. Well, good for Cronut. Cronut yeah. seems to be doing well. I hope well. he does well. Right. Yeah. Oh, by the way, another thought I had is Cronut. <laughs> You know, basically lives in the ocean right. or lives with sea lions. Right. And now he's gotten brain surgery. Is he going to be super duper smart? No, 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 no. Oh, well, yeah, maybe. <laughs> right. But do you think if he goes back in the ocean and they mm-hmm. rehabilitate him, do you think like his story is almost like an alien abduction story? No. Like he was taken and they inject the stuff in my brain? No. <laughs> Like, no. like, like, right. Like for them, are we sort of like the aliens? Like, oh my God, I was take. I went to the beach and I the humans to... took me because <laughs> we think he wanted help, but he might've just wanted a break from the water and he, no, and, no, he knows. And meanwhile, no, six flags took him from right. the beach, how did six had him in captive. How, how did six flags even And then they him? did brain surgery and now we're probably returning to the ocean. Right. So he's like, I was abducted by aliens. Okay. They but... probed my brain. <laughs> And I don't, and they're gonna be like, sure, Cronut. Right. Or they probably don't call him Cronut. <laughs> he probably has a sea lion name. I don't think he has any name. <laughs> yeah. They probably don't call him Cronut. They, no. probably, they don't know what a Cronut is. No. Right. I don't think. Right. The other sea lion goes, what's a Cronut? What's a Cronut? <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. Anyway, I thought, oh, I do, th- I think there might be a, a thing there. Okay. Anyway. Okay. Um, all right. Um, Another article in today's okay. Houston Chronicle. You have some stamina? We good for a little more oh, here? Sure. Okay. Sure, sure. All right. A study in the UK. The UK, by the way, is constantly studying itself. I know, because they have like national health care. More so. like Because they, they can put anything When there's a study the about pe- what people like or don't right. like or trends or this or well, that, it's in the it's, UK. Right, of It course. seems like they're studied it's, to death. Right. Like, yeah. Right. Of course. A recent UK study exploring the happiness of people at work mm-hmm. found that 52% of Britons think their co-workers are their closest friends. It also found that their friendship is because they spend the most amount of time with them. They had to do a study for like they spent time on that. But I mean, but I guess, and, and then it says that people think their co-workers that if they think about their friends, they think their co-workers are their closest friends and they said um, the top reason is because that's who they spend the most time with. 
And um, I guess they kind of... That's kinda, not true, though. But, but I guess what they did is now they're tying this to... Now with the pandemic... Right. They're people, not friends. Well, that's the thing. So, so if people... If people think that their best friends are from work... It's sad. And now that's people sad. are all at home... Do you think people are just going to have less friends? It's a sad topic, um, but, I, but I'm just asking. Yeah, no, I don't think your coworkers are your closest friends. They're the closest people that you might be with for eight hours, 40 hours a week or something. But, it, I mean, if you're not going out with them and if you're not yeah. seeing them outside of work, they're really not. They're your friends at work, but yeah. they're not really your friends friends per se you can make friends right i've made good friends yes at work we went like, to a wedding of one of right your and good friends, friends years ago, and, yeah and you were good and, friends with yes her, yeah. and actually probably gonna see her next week because we, okay. we we communicate still okay. so even after 20 years right we're still like involved right and that she's a friend right um but the other people, I mean, I liked them, and I had fun with them. And well, we'd go out for me, right. beers and stuff or whatever, right? We would go to the clients, yeah, you know, bars and stuff, but yeah. they're not really my, I wouldn't call them up. Yeah, I think I've I had a know. mixed experience with that. In other words, like, I would say if I look back in my 26 mm-hmm. years or so of, like, mm-hmm. working in real jobs and offices, mm-hmm. I do think there are some people I worked with mm-hmm. that we're very good friends and we did a lot outside of work. But then, right. but then there are other periods of my life where people at work were people, I was very friendly with certain people and we talked a lot, mm-hmm. but we didn't really do anything outside of work. And I would say that it was sort of a, a bit of a, like a, right. An agreed upon, like, yeah, this is we're work. We're, right. We just see each other at work. Right. So it's kind of like, you know, just the office, right? Like the show, the office, yeah. whether it's the Ricky Gervais one or the, yeah one here in America, whatever, it's definitely like that, right? Like, they're kind of goofball friends in the office. Yeah. But are they really friends? I mean, you know, it was portrayed very well in an office situation. Yes. Being friends. Yeah. So, I think that was pretty accurate. All right. So, I think people... Mm -hmm. But I'd agree. If if people are... Look, that's where people... I mean, they... You meet who you meet, right? Right. I mean, like... For sure. If you and I never met... Right. Then we wouldn't have met. (laughs) Right. You know what I mean? Like, you have to meet. Right. So work is one way you meet people. Of course. And, and you have to spend time together to become friends, and work is a way that you're going to spend time together. So right. it makes perfect sense. Right. So I do, think, I do think, actually, what's going on with the pandemic and people being oh, home a lot very is going to change how many friends, how many good friends people might have. Because I think yes. if, unless you're super good at using Right, this, Zoom right. or whatever. No, I, I, I agree. I agree. And I think the pandemic and this covid is very isolating yes yeah so speaking of covid is another article today mm-hmm. that's in the houston chronicle mm-hmm. and the headline says frustration sets in across globe mm-hmm. and you've kind of expressed this frustration about the pandemic you just i'm just i'm done mass, i'm done right so basically it says um When the coronavirus began sweeping around the globe this spring, people from Seattle to Rome to London canceled weddings and vacations, cut off visits with grandparents, and hunkered down in their homes for what they thought would be a brief but essential period of isolation. Mm -hmm. But And then it goes on to say, obviously, that's not what's happened. And now there's this uptick. And um, they're saying, so this uh, one 
person, the mayor of Wausau, Wisconsin, uh -huh. a city of 38,000, her quote is, people are done putting hearts on their windows <laughs> and teddy bears out for scavenger hunts. Right. They have had enough. <laughs> and, and so, yeah, I think, would you say you're seeing that around here? I'm so done. Yeah. yeah. I mean, do you think... I'm and done. So the whole... It's a long article, but it says that the big worry by experts, by yeah. disease experts or the, the epidemiologists, is that there's now a huge amount of apathy. Like, right. kind of like, look, we were closed it this long, and yeah. I'm done, you know. I know. I read an article about um, this uh, woman whose grandmother is like 90, and she's so isolated. She used to play bridge all the uh, time with her friends. And now, you know what? She told her granddaughter, she's like, forget it. I don't care. I'm going to go meet with my three other friends. And we're going to play bridge. And we're going to, she's like, I'm 90, whatever at this point. Right. And be, and now she's much happier because she was dying alone, literally. Because she had no nowhere to go and no one to be with. And Right. And plus, uh, plus, nobody under the age of 85 knows how to play bridge. Right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, 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 so her she's... granddaughter right. visiting from outside the window is not, she's going to no. be like, uh, east, west. Right. Wasn't bridge, uh, that used to be in the, the newspaper. Paper. Yes. That's used, something where I'm never, like. They're like, if you have a spade going east or something, I'm like, what? That would take I, up a significant portion of the comics a, page. Yes. The whole left hand and side. And there would be chess. There used yes, to be chess. Yep. Yep. No one's playing bridge anymore. I don't even know. Uh -uh. Right. Right. Have you ever... Is no, it a card game? It's a card game, yeah. There's nothing else involved there? I don't it's, think, is it no. just a single deck? Have you ever seen anyone play bridge? Is your parents know how to play bridge? I think my mom knows how to play bridge. My mom definitely knows how to play oh, bridge. Oh, yeah, your mom does. Yeah. yeah. I think my mom does, too, right. actually. I, but it's, my sister, but too. But it's, it's kind of intimidating when you've heard about whenever I've heard about bridge, it takes you need to go take lessons. Like, this isn't well, yeah. like... It's like a board game you take out and you read and no. go, oh, here's... Here, you, here's well, how you, you play. You know it's serious if they have their own column and it has its own column I remember. in the newspaper. I, I used to kind of read it a little bit because it kind of sounded interesting. Right. I kind just of never It's like East comes with right. an aggressive move. Right. West reacts. I know. <laughs> south don't know what to do. <laughs> it's me. I'm South. <laughs> I'm South. All right. Okay. All right. So you'd agree though. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Um, so speaking of uh, pandemic fatigue, I... Mm -hmm. You were telling me that you, you were telling me that this week you went to a socially distant yes birthday. get together yes. in honor of someone's birthday. Yes, and the somewhere. topic of eggs came up, <laughs> yes. and you said we should talk about eggs on the podcast. Right. So what was asked, or what was the topic on eggs? So I don't really remember how it came up, but one of the friends made. Um, like the egg frittatas, like mm. the little like muffin tin frittatas. Like, so they were like individual. Okay. Yum. And um, I don't know. I guess we got on the topic of kids and food and pandemic and eating. Okay. And I said, um, we were talking about um, curbside and how much easier curbside is. And I said, the problem with curbside is I don't get my box of eggs. Oh. And all... Four of the ladies said, what do you mean, box of eggs? What is that? And I said, you know, the box of eggs, the big white box. And they all looked at me like... You didn't know what you were Didn't know about. what I was talking about. Okay. And they're like, you mean the 36 
carton of eggs i'm like 36 i no. go well, no no i'm talking i have a restaurant <laughs> box of <laughs> eggs right so um so we were discussing so they were eggs. they were amazed that they were that in awe yes we needed the bo- that, they were amazed that we were consuming the yes. box of eggs each week each week and i told how many them, eggs are in the box of 60, eggs 60 eggs <laughs> <laughs> and how many I, people live here well, we have a revolving, three and a half. We have a revolving door Maybe of five it, people. No, we have a revolving door. It averages. Of five. It's like four. It averages like four live here because we have a revolving door. We have a people. revolving door. Okay, four humans. Ish. Sixty four eggs. Five. Yeah, five, four to five people. So we're talking fifteen eggs per person. Uh huh. It's not enough. I mean, I don't even need eggs. How many anymore? Barely. Okay. Because I you're saving today. them for that. Yeah, right? I had one today. I had one egg today. I eat a lot of eggs. I think it's my. I think they I'm a big. A I think I'm eggs. the big problem here. I don't here. think so. I mean, the little one asks me for like five eggs every morning. Right. No. So. So anyway, other families are not going through sixty eggs a week. No, just us. Wow. But I know, and you can't order it curbside. No, why not? They I just don't, don't let you. They don't have it because they don't have it on their menu. But you they can grab it in the store. So okay. you can grab it on the store. So I don't like curbside because right. so I can't get my sixty eggs. Right, right, right. I mean, it is a lot of eggs. But yeah, but why would you buy? Why would you buy only twelve dozen? Why would you buy a dozen? Why right. would you buy a dozen? But we are eating sixty eggs a week. We are. Yeah, yes. I think I eat about twenty eggs a week. Well, you know you're going to eat them. No, but I think I eat a third uh, of those eggs. Uh, yeah, because my breakfast about five days of the week is it's eggs. Uh, one yolk and four whites. Right. Yeah. I don't know if that's good. For, I, by the way, eggs are always like good for you, not good for you, good, good for, for you. you. Every every leap year, it's right. good for you. <laughs> What's the deal right now? Are eggs completely good for you now? What eggs, do they say? Egg, eggs will always be good for you. But I don't care what they say. But I shouldn't be having 20 yolks. Well. I'm just asking. I don't know. Why not? Because I, I only have five yolks and I have 20, 20 whites. Well, there you go. Right. If they ever say whites are bad for you, you probably just should take me right to the emergency room. Right. <laughs> I think you're okay. Just make arrangements because I've right. Because if there's something, I'm eating a lot of egg whites because right. egg whites seem like just magical food. Right. Because they just all it's all protein and, and it's low in calories and it's, right. it tastes fine to me. Right. But I need the one yolk in there to sort of yeah balance you know. it out, get okay. some flavor. Got it. I know. So eggs. Got yeah. it. Yeah, and they told me that I should have. Chickens, that we should get chickens, but chickens don't lay enough eggs. Chickens only lay like one or we two eggs a day. We would need about 40 chickens. We would need at least 40 <laughs> chickens. <laughs> Our neighbors have chickens. There's not enough eggs. Right, right, right. They taste right, right. delicious, though. Right. Their eggs are so much better. Well, we They're used to cool. shop a lot when when the three boys were really all here yeah. in the middle of teenagerhood. It would Sam's Club. Right. It would be like immense amounts of food. Right. Like the like a just giant dollars worth of just food. like, you know, the incredible <laughs> yeah. shrinking man right. kind of containers right. of stuff. Right. And uh just, you know, tons of food. And then w- at least we're not we don't need Sam's Club quite as much anymore, but no. we still need yeah, the largest least... containers of food that the regular right. supermarket has to offer. Yeah. And they just won't bring that out to the curb for you, will no. they? No. I guess okay. I can call them up, but they won't. You know how they sort of have like a big and tall clothing store? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> you know? Um, Maybe they need a big and tall... Uh, oh, it's Sam's. A, that's what Sam's is. Maybe, right? In Costco. Yeah. Right, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They have it. Right. That's what we need. Right. 
We need the big and tall curbside. That's right. Right. Exactly. Right. Is the regular supermarket, do they not have the sizes you need? <laughs> Come down to big and tall. Grocery store. Grocery store. We got boxes of eggs. <laughs> all right. All right. Oh, that was fun. All right. Yep. Okay. Um, all right. Well, thank everyone for listening. Thank you for listening. And thanks, everybody. And we will see you next week. Yep. Take care. Bye.